At photographycourse.net, you'll be able to swap your expertise with other photographers, make light instead of wishing for it, expand your portfolio, and receive feedback from professionals, all of which will develop your artistic eye. Photographycourse.net offers an abundance of premium courses and challenges for participants at every stage of their journey, from technical settings for portrait photography, to landscape composition tricks, to how to start your own photography business, we have everything you need to start shooting confidently. You can work at a pace that suits you. Our 52-week project challenge will provide you with the educational resources, encouragement, and support that you need to take great photographs every week. You can join us at any time as our themes are evergreen. You can also start by shooting every day and learning something new with our 365 Days of Photography course. Led by an industry expert who has mentored over 10,000 students, this course will help you take your photography skills to the next level with daily, bite-sized videos. Throughout the process of learning, you'll have access to a community that will provide you with inspiration and motivation. Get encouragement from other photographers every single day. Our current limited time offer comes with a special discount code exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. Get 50% off your first year as a premium member. Claim this discount by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST. Come join photographycourse.net and capture more than just a moment. Hello everyone, my name is Taya and I'm the host of Great Big Photography World Podcast, where we interview notable photographers in the industry, give advice on a wide variety of topics, and provide tips for beginners and professionals alike. In this episode, I talk to my friend and fellow photographer Hadsa Khan, who specializes in fashion portrait photography and often takes beautiful self-portraits. She and I talk about her self-portrait photography journey, how she takes beautiful photographs indoors, and much more. Please enjoy. Hey Hadsa, welcome to the podcast. I'm so, so happy to have you here. Please introduce yourself to the listeners. Hi, good afternoon, Taya. Thank you so much for having me here on your podcast. Um, before we start, I would like to say that you're doing an amazing job inspiring so many young artists like me <laughs> who are willing to make photography their profession. So hello again to everybody. My name is Hatsa Khan and I am from Islamabad, Pakistan. I mostly take flat lit pictures and self-portraits and my everyday outfit photographs as a hobby. That's an amazing introduction, and thank you so much for the kind words. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. We have known each other for a long time, right? How long has it been? Ah, uh, I don't exactly remember, but I guess it's been years. We first okay. met on Facebook, but then yeah. we started connecting on WhatsApp and Instagram. So yeah, it's been a long journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so happy to have one of my friends here on the podcast. Same here. <laughs> Yeah, so happy. Yeah, okay. I'm sure we'll have an incredible and hopefully entertaining conversation for the listeners. Of course, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Okay, what camera equipment do you use? Okay, so currently I'm using my mobile camera that is iPhone for my self portraits, also for flat lay photographs. But before that, I was also using a digital camera, Samsung, that is WB750. Mm -hmm. So you mainly use a smartphone camera. Yes, smartphone camera. Mm -hmm, that's very interesting. And you primarily share your work on Instagram. Is there a reason you chose that as your main platform? 
Okay, so it shouldn't come as a surprise that visuals are the best way to communicate and get your message across to people. Um, because, you know, when it comes to choosing a social platform, especially for product photography or fashion, Instagram wins hands down. So Instagram is like entirely a visual platform where the newsfeed is like completely filled with visuals. It's a great place for fashion and Instagram and fashion fit seamlessly together. Literally, you can watch the fashion shows live, you can check the newest collections, you can see the private life of models, latest updates on the bloggers, everything is like on Instagram. So I first started using Instagram back in 2011, um, and I still remember when I started using it, thinking that I will be just upload pictures of myself, hanging out with my friends, you know, just back in 2011 and 2012, there was no concept of fashion bloggers or influencers and everybody was like using Instagram filters and posting pictures, you know, of random stuff like coffee, sneakers, you name it. Um, because photography is all about consistency. The reason why I prefer using Instagram more than any other social platform is because people who are like more into fashion, history, nature photography, just like I am, then Instagram is definitely the best option. So anybody who is like planning to enter in the market of fashion or fashion blogging, then Instagram is definitely the tool that will help you enhance your skills and business. Mm -hmm. uh, but also you can, you know, definitely make this your business and become a fashion blogger. So it's a great place where you can express your love for fashion and everything. It's also very convenient and a great place for inspiration. You'll get to meet so many young artists, fashion bloggers. Um, for example, if you're like on your evening stroll or going out for your grocery shopping, you can spot something that is like Instagrammable, like pretty tree, flowers, buildings, or empty roads. Or e even if you're like just simply wearing something pretty, take just take your everybody OTD picture and put a nice caption and upload it. So it's like very convenient than any other social platform. <laughs> yeah, I like that answer. And you make Instagram sound like it's so full of potential. And I even I didn't think of it that way before. It makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, just it's really great way and convenient for people who are like so much into fashion. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. it's a great yeah. place. You're right. Yeah, especially for fashion photographers like you. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. One of the first words that comes to mind when I look at your photos is elegance and also fashion, as we previously mentioned. Do you have any tips for photographers who want to improve their fashion photos? Thank you so much, Shaya. means a lot. You know what? Success requires hard work and dedication to your craft. Just learn about your poses, camera angles. Suppose if you're a model or if you're taking your own portraits, just then adjusting your camera to your specific height is like very important. Suppose if you have like short height, then you know, just adjusting your camera to your specific height. Choose a concept for each fashion shoot. Like I love vintage, so vintage feel to the photographs, like Nordic feel, who get touched, then I have to like create the whole scene for it to make your photographs look presentable and outstanding. Like for somebody like who is obsessed with nature, plants, vintage fashion, some then some vintage CDs, hold a vintage camera in your hand, then pose or some greenery. For who gave just choose pretty scarves, light some candles, autumn leaves, books, and editing your photographs according to that. So for dark tones, for Nordic vibes, soft soil, warm tones, and editing for vintage photography, and some moody tones for a cottage core feel to your photographs. 
And you really do not need to have expensive equipment for your shoot, just a good quality camera and lightning equipment along with your access to editing software like Wasco Cam, Lightroom, Airbrush and Snapseed and you're good to go. <laughs> you should just you should just like have thoughts on lightning, clothes, poses, makeup and styling before the fashion shoot take place. You don't need a fancy outfit for a fashion shoot. Just even a basic white t-shirt and some bold red lips are good to go and some good static approach to your work is all that you need. Nothing more than that. Nothing too expensive and too fancy. Yeah. And I love that because your photos look so glamorous and you make them look like they're so just full of planning uh, detail. <laughs> you know, yeah. Thank you. Just a good concept and some good poses and some good lightning is all that you need for a fashion shoot. You're right. Yeah. And it's very uplifting, I'm sure, for a lot of people to know this because we don't have to invest a lot of money in props and stuff. Exactly. Props are, are at home already. We already have them. Yes, definitely. So you mentioned that you get a lot of inspiration from just the, the concept of vintage clothes and, and just vintage yes. atmospheres. Yes. So how does the inspiration process usually work for you? Do you watch a movie and then take photos or is it more specific than that? Okay, so for me, it has always been fashion, art, paintings, old music and nature. I still remember when I first started taking pictures, I was a little camera shy. So, you know, I would just stick to my flat lay pictures. So, you know, being confident about yourself, your body is what really matters the most if you're in front of a camera. I really just go with the flow. I really do not decide anything or plan anything before I take pictures. You know, whenever I'm in a bad or good mood, taking picture has always helped me deal with my mental health. And it's a great energy booster, though. <laughs> Personally, for me, it has always been about those simple little pleasures in life, like pretty corners of your house, furniture. It could be, you know, the light falling on a scene or the look in someone's eyes, the shadows, the flowers, the antiques, the heirlooms of my grandparents or old photographs. Like even if it's like my grandparents' photograph, I would just take a fatly picture of that with some vintage stuff like fountain pen or, you know, just a jute ball or some dried rose petals. So my love for nature and simple things like some flowers in the mug, pretty rotten chair, paintings on wall. Some coffee mugs, some jewelry, or, or you know, just a curtain dancing in the wind, sound of the raindrops. So it's all those simple pleasures in life that really inspires me, you know, to take pictures and, you know, document that one everyday or special moment. So when it comes to fashion, my energy is just on another level. <laughs> like you mentioned above Hollywood classics, I always get my inspiration from old Indian movies, or vintage Pakistani fashion, like if I'm just watching a movie or listening to some old songs, or if I see an actress wearing some pretty sophisticated outfit, then I will just go in my wardrobe and start searching for something similar so I can take like pictures. Uh, like for some of my desi outfits, um, I also ask my mom or copy her style, or I just watch some Pakistani old long plays or Hindi movies those pretty tight-fitting shirts and white crispy shalwars. Also, I uh, take some of my inspiration from vintage photographers like Cecil 
So yeah, for fashion photographs, it's always classics. And for some random photographs, it's always symphonies or old songs of nature. So that's how it works for me. <laughs> I really like that. And I love what you said about simple pleasures because it makes so much yes. sense. Simple pleasures. You know, just anything that is happening around me is what really inspires me. Even if it's like an empty road or a building or, you know, just dried leaves. So, yeah. Yeah, you're making the most of your surroundings and you're not yearning for something else. Like a lot of photographers, I feel, and this isn't to accuse anyone because I'm guilty of it. <laughs> it's, you know, a lot of photographers, they feel like the present moment or where they are at the moment isn't ideal for photography. But that's not mm -hmm. all. Like there are so many opportunities where you live definitely you yes we should document your whatever is happening around us you know just it's all about those simple pleasures in our life photographycourse.net is a place where you can find an abundance of photography inspiration in different forms like premium courses articles video tutorials editing resources and much more we have a thriving community where you can meet new people receive constructive criticism, and discover new ideas every single day. Here is a message from one of our top community members, Robert Morton. Hi, my name is Rob. I specialize in wildlife photography and landscape photography. I'm a member of photographycourse.net online community. I like the community because you get some fantastic ideas and some great feedback. So take your photography to the next level by clicking the link in the description. That's what I did, and I haven't looked back. If you want to join our online community, go to photographycourse.net and enter the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% of your first year as a premium member. Yeah, yeah. if you can't travel at the moment, and if you don't have opportunities to travel in general, or if you can't buy the latest equipment or buy the latest props, just know that you can make the most of what you have here and take incredible exactly. pictures. Yeah. Yes. Just make the most of it. Just make the most of your life. Absolutely. Make, make the most of your life. That special or specific moment. Yes. Yeah. Make the most of your life. Yeah. Not just your photography. I like that a lot. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so you take a lot of your photographs indoors and I noticed that. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lighting is really beautiful in all of them. And I know a lot of photographers struggle with indoor lighting. I mean, it can be a bit of a pain sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. How do, you manage to, how do you manage to make the light in your pictures so gorgeous regardless of where you are? Okay, thank you. I am actually a very big fan of gloomy, Nordic, grainy soft photographs. Uh, like for flat lays, specifically for flat lays, I always take pictures near a window, usually during the daytime, not in the direct sunlight. Or if I'm taking a flat lay on a white surface, I always make sure that I have enough light to make it stand out. But in case if I take flat lays during nighttime, I always take photographs in the room where I have like bright tube light and then edit my photographs according to my mood. Also, um, try to pick objects of varying sizes and shapes in order to create a visual interest. It helps to have a color palette in mind and when you're picking your props, the color coordination adds to the overall polish. So just ask your sister or your friend to model for you. I always use my sister's hand <laughs> to model for my flat lays, like holding a cup, holding a pen that, you know, that really changes the whole mood of a flat lay and also helps you with the lightning issues. So if it's my fashion photographs or if I'm taking my um, outfit pictures, then I always prefer taking pictures in a broad daylight 
but not with the artificial lighting, like the indoor light tube or something like that. So even if I want to like create a vintage look, some natural light and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in case if you're taking pictures on a cloudy, rainy day, a huge window can, you know, bring a huge, huge, huge difference to your photographs. I don't uh, usually use flashlight, just some normal camera manual setting. Just keep lightning simple. That is the key. Less is more. So avoid mixing light. Don't go with warm tones. Also, if you're taking outdoor pictures um, in front of a beautiful architectural building, just put your mobile camera upside down and then make a natural walking pose and click it. And, you know, that way it adds a great depth to your photographs. So that is the key. That is what I usually do if I'm standing in front of a building. Or a door. (laughs) You turn your camera upside down? Yes. (laughs) That's fascinating. You mean you turn it, you make it vertical or I'm a bit confused? (laughs) (laughs) No, just just turn it upside down in the vertical position, position your smartphone, um, and then just click it. (laughs) Okay, that's really interesting. It's a good tip. Cool. Well, I like what you said about using natural light and less is more because oftentimes we want to compensate for a lack of light. Exactly. Yeah, we want to compensate for it and we use all kinds of light. And yeah, sometimes it works for creative photography, but if you want to be practical, then just simple light, less is more. Yeah, good tip. Less is more. (laughs) And as you mentioned, you're also into self-portrait photography like me. We're uh, self-portrait photography sisters. (laughs) (laughs) What is something that every self-portrait photographer should know? Okay, so self-confidence, experiment, and patience, these three things always work. Just know yourself, know your angles, know your best pose, know your comfort zone. You don't need to have, you know, expensive equipments in order to take portraits. So if it's your passion, you like taking your pictures or self-portraits, then do it. Don't be afraid of embracing it or just feel comfortable in your own body and skin. Don't be afraid of those just mental people who are like always there to judge you and criticize you. The best way and advice is to not to take any advice from anyone. (laughs) Just go with the flow and energy. That's what an artist is all about. Also, patience is a virtue. So just be patient with self-portrait. There are times when I lose my, literally lose my patience and I don't feel satisfied with my pictures or poses. It always ruins my mood and I feel so, so, so disappointed. But, but it's completely normal. Patience is all that we need. Also, candid pictures always works the best for me, like touching a plant, drinking something painting, drawing, touching your hair, looking somewhere else, you know, holding a dupta. Just set your mood boards. Keep experimenting and just don't stick to one angle or pose. Just set your mood boards and then select different elements from that mood board and then add it to your own photograph. So, so yeah, experiment with, with different lights, effects, greenery, nature's touch to your photograph. It will add extra charm to your photograph. So, yes. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like what you said about being self-confident and trying different things and also the whole candid self-portrait photography aspect of things. Because I think people usually associate candid photography with the subject being completely unaware of the camera. Mm -hmm. But that's not the case. As you said, you can act like you're distracted, you know? Yeah, just pretend. (laughs) Just pretend you're doing something. (laughs) 
Yeah. Because, you know, candid photographs are always like those photographs that you can, you know, upload anywhere on your social media or anywhere. So, yeah, they work really well. Different. uh, They work really well. They work wonderfully on different platforms. And it's so easy to make them, as you said, just, you know, touch your hair a little bit, brush it or. (laughs) I know. Drink some water, and as Drink you do that, you'll be lost in the picture for a second, and that will create an authentic. Uh, yes, it will create the best result. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I, I love candid uh, self-portrait photography because then you're keeping yourself entertained, right? And you're distracting. Yes, distracting yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, as you know, just you're in, you're just in in your different zone, and you don't have to, you know, just be worried of you know whatever is happening around you. So. Just be freestyle. Just go with the flow. <laughs> yeah, that's don't right. be harsh. Yeah, yeah. Don't be, don't beat yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hadza. My last question for you is: What is the one thing you'd like to achieve in this great big photography world? Hmm. Just being more confident about myself and more calm, and you know, just being happy with my little achievements. Because you know, the planet does not need more successful people. The planet desperately needs more peacemakers, healers, storytellers, artists. So, you know, just being comfortable the way I am. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I like That's that answer. All. I love that. I love what you said. I've never heard that before. The world doesn't need more successful people. That is fascinating. Exactly. You know, just being creative the way I am and not just being insecure about myself. We can and, all. Yeah. We all have something to contribute as people and as photographers, and I think a lot of uh, people in general feel very small in this world because there are so many people. But in reality, we can all contribute something. It's not about being successful or having a ton of money. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's making a difference in some way. Some way, exactly. Especially for our motherland. Yes. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's incredible what we can do as people, especially as photographers. We can tell stories. We can connect with other people. It's the superpower. Connect with other people, exactly. You know, put our different emotions in that photograph and, you know, just showing it to the world. And, you know, maybe we could help other people in any way. So we never know. (laughs) Yeah, you never know. Sometimes you might help someone with your photograph. You might inspire them or... Inspire them, exactly. And then that inspiration could lead them to an incredible opportunity in their life. And just small things like that, it's all connected and it's all really beautiful. And I, you know, just photography is like all about emotions. And so, you know, just putting so many, a photograph has like so many emotions. So just putting different emotions in a photograph, you know, it could also help so many other people. You're right, so, you're right. Yeah. Well, Hadza, thank you for all the amazing pictures and the wonderful... Thank you so much. It was amazing. It was amazing. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you for being on the podcast. I'm sure the listeners enjoyed it. Yes, I hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Hadza, talk soon. Thank you. Talk to you. Have a good day. You too. Great Big Photography World wouldn't be what it is without our incredible listeners. We're grateful for the time you take to listen to other photographers' stories and share your feedback with us. If you'd like to help us keep this podcast running smoothly, you can become a member on our website. In return for your help, we'll provide you with all kinds of exciting perks. Go to greatbigphotographyworld.com. There's a link to it in the show notes. I've been friends with Hadza for years, and it was such an honor to have her on the podcast finally. 
I hope you enjoyed listening to our conversation and learned a little bit more about fashion and indoor photography thanks to Hadsa's extensive experience. See you next week. There's a simple reason why PhotographyCourse.net is the highest rated photography community in the world. It's because the people who use it made it that way. Why not join us right now? Improve your skills, get exposure, and discover an exciting new world of photography. While you're at it, claim your special discount code by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member.